to Scoreline Extra. Yes, two Scoreline Extras this week because we have a whole host of games coming your way this Saturday on KCLR Scoreline. I suppose the big one from a Carol and Kilkenny going up against each other perspective is, of course, Mount Leinster Rangers taking on Ballyhale Shamrocks. We'll hear from both managers Connor Phelan and James O'Connor in just a few minutes. Talking about Carlo and Kilkenny going up against each other, Conaghy lost out to Michael, and Michael now go on to face St. Rhinus. Tommy Murphy will tell us all about that. Speaking of Camogie, Ger Walsh from Thomastown Camogie Club speaks to us ahead of the Ullard de Bala game in Wexford. That's thrown in at 1.30 on Saturday. And of course, Carlo Junior Champions Grange are going up against Kill Cullen in Leinster quarter final action. We'll hear from Podrick Rooney and Niall Byrne. First, we're going to start with James O'Connor from Ballyhell Shamrocks, who caught up with Sinead Kyo. Just looking ahead there to, to Saturday, um, it's been four weeks now since the county final, and I'm just wondering, do you think that like that rest period, will that stand to the players um, coming up against um, Mount Leinster Rangers, or how do you think it'll impact them? Look, I think I think the rest will be good, uh, Sinead, being honest with you. Um, we played a lot of matches, you know, there between the quarterfinal, the semi-final and the final. So, um, you know, we had a kind of a fairly packed agenda all the time. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think a couple of weeks off will be will be a big help to us now. So, I, to, to be honest, I'm happy to have the, have the three or four weeks off to the lead up to this game now. Yeah, and how how are how are preparations going, um, James? Like, have, have any injury concerns, or how, how have things been now in the last kind of week or so? Well, look, injury wise, we looked at niggles before every championship games, and um, and look, this is no different again. You know, we have one or two niggly injuries, but overall, I'd be very happy who we have available. So, as far as look, as far as I'm concerned, we nearly would have a full hand to, to be picking for. Um, for uh, for Saturday, you know. So look, I'm 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 happy that for. Yeah, just um, I suppose just looking to kind of last year and the um, the the Leinster Club Championship um, being well, the the All Ireland Club Championship being being cancelled. I'm I'm just wondering, like, do the players feel that there was a bit of a missed opportunity there? They had the the chance of kind of winning three in a row. Yeah, look, obviously, I thought you know it would have been brilliant last year after winning the county um, to go on and play in the in the All Ireland Championship. Um, you know that would have been so that would have been the dream, really, you know, and try to go to do the three in a row. Then, but you know what, like the the break, like you know, looks like they had two very solid years before that. You know, when you're going nearly twelve months of the year, so I actually think you know the break from after the county final last year will have done them the world of good. Um, because it seemed very hungry at the moment for him anyway. And, uh, you know, it just might have played into our hands. And, you know, like last year, again, we were we were without Adrian Mullen, where we have him back this year. So, you know, we probably would have a, a stronger hand to pick from this year. So, you know, taking, taking everything into account, um, I think the lads are very happy, you know, with their going into the championship this year and, uh, you know, really champing it a bit for us, really, you know. Yeah, absolutely, and kind of maybe a bit of a break can can do no harm. Do you find, uh, James, like is it hard to keep your your players motivated ever? Like, how do you how do you kind of sustain that that hunger? Uh, a team that's kind of always expected really to make it to the latter stages of the club championship. Uh, as a manager, like, do you find that difficult to motivate them? Um, I'd have to say, you know, look, and I, I I've trained a good few uh, teams now. Um, I would definitely say. The Shamrocks are uh, 
they're very self-motivated that way, you know. Mm-hmm. They're not a team that you kind of have to be putting a carrot in front of all the time. They're very driven lads. Um, and I will say that from, and like, I do think then, you know, look, obviously they played in the Club Championship in Kilkenny, and, you know, sometimes that can become very tactical as well between the teams and stuff, you know, where now we're going into the Provisional Championship, it's, it's, it's a bit more open, uh, you know, teams might know individuals as well, um, and the same with players, and I just think, you know, sometimes a team can play with a bit more freedom mm-hmm. in the Leinster Championship, you know, with uh, the same and in the All-Ireland Club. So I would think that bit of freedom might be there. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, players, players kind of feed off that too, you know. And uh, But look, these guys are very ambitious, uh, Shanae, and they love, they love being in this, in this scenario. You know, I've been, I've been in other clubs where they've won counties and they've nearly seen the, the, the division championship as being, you know, kind of an over-workload more than anything else. So I, I, I couldn't say that about Valley Hill. Yeah, and I suppose this is a kind of in a similar vein as well. Like in terms of you know where we are in the country now, and there's a lot of uncertainty around. Do you think that for the lads, like having having Harlan there as a constant, was that a bit of a comfort to them, or even for you, like being involved as the manager? Does Harlan guys is it a bit of a comfort to have that there, like week in week out? It's something that you can always count on, I suppose. It is, and like, look, I suppose every every club and every every person in the country saw it last year. You know, with seven things were, and when things were closed down there for you know even for the GA at the time, you know, you know, do long evenings and you know and and long nights they have been to put down. And I do think you know, especially come the winter time, and in fairness, we're very lucky at the moment with the weather the way you know it has been quite good, even though it's a bit probably cold at the moment. But you can still go out and, and train well. You can still play a match as well at night and stuff. So. I do think, you know, it's great to have something to look forward to all the time. And especially being in the in the current climate that we're in, you know, where you have restrictions uh, around you all the time. But I just think it's something that you can wake up of a, of a Tuesday morning or, 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 or a Thursday morning and say, look, we're just training tonight and I'm going to meet the lads. And you're in with your, 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 your mates and everything, the whole lot. So I think it's a, it's a huge comfort for everyone um, all over the country, uh, hurling-wise and football-wise. Yeah, absolutely. And even to just kind of have that comfort of being within a community kind of setting as well, you know, around your friends, your pals, your brothers, even sometimes, um, especially at club level. Um, definitely, I think it's a big positive. But um, listen, James, thanks a million for that. And best of luck on, on Saturday. Um, thanks a million for your time. James O'Connor now to Connor Phelan, the man who will be standing opposite him on the sideline. Mount Leicester Rangers manager. We're we're all systems um all systems go at the moment, so probably this week is just a down week as a guard, just trying to sharpen up and get a bit of um hurling into him and uh, try to be fair for Saturday and try to get into the best possible shape as we as we can to, to be as competitive as we can I suppose that's the, that's the goal this week Are there any injury concerns now ahead of uh, ahead of the game against Ballyhale? Uh, a few general knocks and bruises and uh, I suppose that's probably general wear and tear this time of year when we're just off the back of um, let's say seven weeks playing football and we had the Ireland Championship before that as well so so yeah so the, a lot of the players play 90% of the players play both codes so they're um, they've, they've picked up a few knocks and bruises as, as over the last 
a number of months so we're trying to get all the bodies right for, for the weekend and thankfully we're nearly there we still have a, a couple of knocks and bruises but uh, probably it's the same with any team this time of year Apart from the, the knocks and bruises that you mentioned there because I was going to bring that up to you as well just about the uh, you know it being a dual club and with a lot of your players having played with the uh, the football side do you think it would it will stand to them all the, the game time that, that, that they've had? Yeah, it's hard to know. I suppose if, if you win, it's it's a good thing. If you lose, then you'd be questioning it. But um, no, I think it's it's good. I suppose we finished our championship uh, about two months ago as regards hurling guys. Um, so it was it would have been a long time to keep let's say the guys let's say um, together as regards keeping keep them up the hurling. So it was good to have a have a break and uh, and concentrate on the football. And we're, we're lucky enough that we have let's say. Manage Rangers. They have a very strong football team as well, and um, and they're, they're competitive. And Cena, Great, and Carlo, and it's it's good to have that competitiveness. And you know, we're I think we're all competitors, and, and once we can be competitive and um, and try to be in both codes, I think it's a it's a good sign of a club. And um, we have a good relationship there with the management on the football side, and we link in uh, very regularly with the guys, those players, and try not to 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 overburden players as well. So. It's trying to get that get that balance, and if you win or you're successful, it works. And if um, if you're not successful, then you you, you question it. You know you're searching it. Yeah, absolutely. But like you say, it's good that they have. Um, it's good that you have kind of a good working relationship anyway mm. with uh, you know the manager of the of the football side as well. But uh, just kind of looking ahead then again to this weekend, the game is going to be played in Cullen Park. Do you think that'll be any kind of an advantage? Yeah, well, I hope so. I suppose we played all our matches this this year uh, in Doctor Holland Park, and and uh, we're 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 um, so the guys are, are well used to it. I suppose they've played all a lot of their matches for the last number of years there, and so hopefully that'll be some advantage to us. Um, uh, so uh, yeah, so but again, you know, sometimes when you travel away from home, you have that little bit of um, excitement, and you know, playing a different venue, you can get uh, so you, you can get a, a positive reaction as well. So yeah, it's hard to know uh, how much of an advantage it will be, but I suppose um, playing Ballyhale, you, you might have the advantage we can so uh, to be competitive. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, like to play one of the most, I suppose, celebrated teams in the country, it must be um, an opportunity that the the players really relish as well. Would you find that, Connor? Yeah, I think so. I, I suppose um, they begin. They probably uh, they they obviously have be higher achievers themselves, and they've gone on the same runs before, say in the Leinster Championship. Um, I suppose this is a different opposition as regards. Um, they won the let's say the last two club of Ireland's and the four Kenny championships in a row. So, um, yeah. So listen, they're doing we're under no illusions that they're the they're the, the probably the best uh, one of the best uh, hurling club hurling teams in the, over the last decade, and um, they've been there thereabouts and really competitive both within Kenny but outside of when they get into Leinster and All Ireland uh, club games and. Um, so listen, the, the caliber of players they have, they're all stars and maybe lying in the field. So um, for us, it's sports is a challenge. There are guys coming from let's say uh, let's say Carlo to to showcase what they have and um, and to see can we be competitive and um, and try to stay with them and, and see where, where that takes. And I suppose that's mm-hmm. that's what we're that's what we're trying to trying to do. Yeah, and there is a huge amount of confidence in you know within the squad, and that's something that has been uh, evident over the last couple of years. But like, how do you, as a manager, instill that kind of sense of self belief? 
Yeah, we're, I suppose, listen, they're, they're highly driven. There's a number of them that's involved with the Carlo Senior set up and their 20s as well, and um, they'd, they'd be driven. And, and first, the, the club themselves are, are, are really well organised, and they have a good set up as regards the gym and AstroTurf and pitches and development and lotto and the whole lot. So it's a really, let's say, progressive club. So. Uh, with that guy, they'd, they'd be, um, I say, um, very focused and and driven, and and the players are no different as well. So, um, it's good to have that. And I suppose, say, I'm involved three years. It's my third year involved with them, and um, uh, yeah. So it's a, it's a it's a it's a nice role for me as a manager because the players themselves take ownership, and we're just facilitators, and um, we try to get them in the best possible way, and and I say hurling wise and 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 condition wise, and and uh, for them. To, to try to produce their best and hopefully that I suppose we're, we're aiming for the Carroll Championship let's say two months ago so it's an opportunity for us to try to, to, to kind of peak again and see can we um, uh, be competitive on Saturday mm, And just Liam I suppose you mentioned there kind of you know your role as the manager Connor. like you're quite a young man do you think because of that do the players respond to you that little bit better and do you kind of have a, a better sense of the modern game um, is that an advantage at all do you think I don't know, to be honest. Uh, I suppose, again, it's just, uh, I suppose, but have a bit of experience being involved in our teams um, in my, let's say, uh, in, in, in my past experience. So I suppose that helps a bit. And um, I suppose I play the game at a decent level. And I suppose that hopefully that, that'll be an advantage also. But yeah, there's, there is guys of similar age to be involved in the squad. and um, But again, they're, they're obviously a, a just kind of, a, we're just facilitators as management team facilitators and uh, we give them an opportunity to 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 take on express themselves and in fairness they take those opportunities so with that regard it's 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 the same with any team you try to get them into the best shape they can and uh, for them to perform and if they perform great and um so hopefully we can do the same but yeah so as a manager it's a it's an easy role to to try to for this group of players anyway to try to keep them motivated and and keep them driven so um uh, yeah it's a pleasure to be involved in them yeah, and you're also involved with the Kilkenny backroom team as well this year, Connor. So you're a busy man. Yeah, so I suppose I was committed with Manchester uh, Rangers first. Uh, so I could didn't obviously when Brian called as regards this they get involved with Kenny. Yeah, um, couldn't uh, it'd be hard to refuse that, and I uh, didn't want to let uh, Manchester Rangers down either as regards. You know, um, been involved in for the last for the two years previous, and I uh, you know how driven they are, and what standards they set for themselves. So, um, yeah. So I suppose this year has been uh, obviously a busy year, be involved with both, but um, but again, it's just uh, obviously be trying to work at time management and uh, trying to work a schedule and have a understanding family at home. So that 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 obviously helps greatly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, listen, Connor. Thanks a million for your time, and all the best on Saturday. Thanks a million, Shane. Appreciate it. Now we go to Tommy Murphy to tell us all about Michael's clash with St. Rhinos of Offaly. Yeah, so Tommy, I just kind of, I suppose, just looking ahead there to the, the semi-final there this weekend. How how are preparations going? Is there kind of a good feeling, good spirit around the club at the, at the moment? There was always a good feeling within the, in, 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 uh, with Michael Kumoki, Sinead, definitely. And I was just looking back, they would have played uh, Rhinos in 2018, like, you know. Um, Sinead, just a quick question. Yeah. 
Are we on air? Hey, no. no, we're not. No, no, we're not. No, it's uh, uh, it's are just you recording a, that. Yeah, we're recording. Yeah, we're recording. Maybe we just start again there. Sorry, I wasn't. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Talking. No, that's grand. That's Sorry. grand. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Tommy, I was just wondering, like, in terms of, you know, the feeling or the atmosphere around the club at the moment. Is there is there good excitement now uh, leading up to this game against Rhina? My Shikamonga club always had uh, that great feeling, and whether it was for a club or county. Uh, the, the girls are playing or representing their club especially they certainly have uh, Sinead um, now it was a tough battle last week uh, with uh, Conaghy Shamrocks and I was just looking at the two semi the two quarter finals which comes into play in last week um, the Michael girls were leading by um, uh, leading by 10 points at half time won by 4 in the end in the other uh, quarter-final, which was in Rathnewer, uh, St. Rainer's beat Rathnewer by 6.15 to Rathnewer's 2.7. And in the second half, uh, St. Rainer scored 2.7, to, um, which was the full total of the Rathnewer score. But that doesn't count for anything on Sunday. Uh, that certainly doesn't count for anything on Sunday, Sinead. Uh, the last time the Met was in 2018, and it'll be a ding-dong battle on Sunday. I fairly well think Michael are not too bad. Emma Cogan came off injured last week. She's a lively number 12 um, on the Michael side. But still with Kira Mullins and Tara Wilson at midfield, they are two girls that have given outstanding service uh, to club and county for many years, along with Kira mm. Quirk and Kim Dyle. But certainly, Rhinos will be hard to beat them. Um, yeah, and Tommy, you mentioned there that it was a tough battle against uh, Conaghy Shamrocks. What lessons will they take from that game, do you think? They'll take something, uh, uh, they'll, they'll definitely, why I just mentioned uh, in, in contrast the two scores that uh, the Michael girls, I'm not sure what the score was at half time, but there was 10 points in it. But they only scored 1-1 one, one in the second half and Conaghy Shamrocks got it back to uh, four points. Um, now in the other uh, in the other one with St. Rainers and Rathmuir, uh St. Rainers led by four eight, I think to one seven or something like that in the first half and went on to add a further two seven. So what Michael will have to learn, or what they will learn, that if we do early get up a score, uh, that when we have it up, that we hold it. Like you know, mm. um, they had to defend a lot now in the second half last weekend. But definitely, they're good at breaking through, like uh, also to get scores. Um, the players probably will know one another fairly well, uh, Sinead, and um, looking forward to a good game. And Michael knows what it is to win and to get into the Leinster finals and into an All Ireland. So they'll be going down, I suppose, St. Ryan is also mm-hmm. knows the same thing. They'll be going down that road as well. Yeah, and it's not too long since they played him. You mentioned there, uh, Tommy, you know, you know, it was only 2018. Can you remember, like, what can they expect from this Offaly side? What are, you, what are your well, memories uh, of, they, of them? They probably both play the same brand of uh, Komogli. Uh, good, fast, open, and girl to girl. Uh, marking in the Komogli. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suppose Michael will have to look for the backline to, to clear and to s- slow down some of the Ratnewer, or not the Ratnewer, the St. Rhinus girls, the two Dolan sisters, and Emma Carker and Siobhan Flannery. She scored 2 1 last week, and she made Hanami. And there's some names coming across there that was fairly synonymous with the Offaly holders as well, and that doesn't surprise me. But definitely, if the Michael girls. 
they had uh, played the first half last Sunday and even the second half, in fairness, they defended. But if they stay playing and stay attacking, they'll be hard beaten on Sunday, mm-hmm. Sinead. And just kind of, I suppose... Or Saturday, I should say. Yeah, on Saturday, yeah. Saturday. There's plenty plenty of matches on this Saturday. Um, and just, Tommy, like, I suppose it just kind of brings to mind then, just as you're as you're talking about uh, Michel and you're talking about these different Camogie clubs, Camogie is so strong at the moment, isn't it? It's, it's, it's great to see. It's absolutely fantastic. And the skill last weekend there with Michael and Connie Shamrock was absolutely fantastic. And in our camogie, the girls are able to come up to the same style. Uh, and I'm not comparing them whatsoever to the men's game. The, the catching, the striking, the lifting and the taking scores and go through. But the, the control of the ball is fantastic. It is fantastic to see Sinead. And, that was a terrific match last week and um, uh, it could have went anywhere. Now, in the end, the Michael Girls got out by four points. And that was the difference, but there was a great skill level in it. Uh, there was no longer just pulling on the ground. Now, there was a few lovely pulls on the ground and it brings you back to the old days. But the skill level of helping one another and striking and getting out of trouble... I thought was fairly evident with both teams and it was great to see Sinead. Yeah, and they're they're gonna be a great inspiration for, you know, young girls that are, are are coming up along through the club as well. Are you expecting a big turnout now this weekend? Ah yeah, the the, the girls always get great support and there's Devine certainly will bring great support uh, as well. Uh I'm just looking when you mention young girls there, there's a couple of young girls, Aquiva Jordan now and she was only minor liking Kim Dyle and, uh, and of course um, Kate Nolan, Marion Dyle you could say Marion is nearly the mother of the side, fantastic either left half back or centre back and on and on certainly and there's all young girls coming and I'm, I'm nearly sure that's uh, not sure whether they won the minor there uh, a couple of weeks back as well. But what's going on at underage level in the Camogie is fantastic here as well, uh, Sinead. And it, it's coming through. They're seeing their heroes like the, the Nolans, Kate and um, Marion Dyle and Michelle at full back. And as I said, the two, Keira Mullins and Tara Wilson, outstanding servants. Rhiannon Rian Kenny is another very, very good young player coming in there as well. And Ali Rashistico, she has been there around the corner forward, always good to pop up. And the young girls are, are watching what the, the, the bigger girls are doing and they want to do the same and do better. Absolutely, so it's, yeah. It's a good feeling at the moment. And Mark Ayers is their trainer and he's done a, a tremendous job with him so far. But... They have put a lot into it, um, Sinead. They've put a tremendous amount. All down to the years, they have put a tremendous amount in. And there were times when it wasn't fashionable to play camogie, but the girls still stayed working at it. And hopefully they get the rewards on Saturday. Absolutely. Well, listen, Tommy, thanks so much for your time and all the best to Michael on Saturday. And uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll be chatting to you again soon anyway. Thomastown are playing their 2020 championship. Yes, you've heard that right. The 2020 championship. They've been fighting for a long time to get the final played out. We know that Ger Walsh's team had a buy into the final, whereas Utlark the Bala took on St. Jude's of Dublin with a four-point victory. Now let's hear from Ger Walsh. Joining me now ahead of the AIB Leinster Senior Club Championship Final of 2020. Yes, you've heard that right, of 2020, is Ger Walsh. Ger, thanks very much for taking the time, sir. Not a bother, Shane. How, 
How are you? I'm very good. I suppose you're quite good. Last time we spoke was in May. Um, it was quite an upsetting time, if I recall correctly, because there was so much ambiguity surrounding the 2020 Championship and you were afraid that it was going to affect Thomastown Camogie Club going forward. Yeah. Um, remember that conversation, Shane? It got a bit heated. But look, we moved on since then. We actually had to... All the clubs still involved had to force the issue with the Camogie Association. Um to get a confirmation that this would run. So eventually they did confirm that they'd run it in the end of, of 2021. So look, yeah, we're looking forward to, to next Saturday. I look about our, our opponents, like strong team. So we're up against it, but we'll, we'll, we'll travel with some confidence as well. Um, I know June was originally touted by all the clubs that were participating to get these yeah. uh, fixtures run off, but obviously it's been pushed out now. But it's been some time now since you've actually had a competitive game. Was it Dixborough the last game in the semi-finals? Dixborough in the semi-final, last competitive game, yeah. Yeah, I suppose we're lucky out here in Thomastown. We have a lot of girls involved in the panel. We actually have a panel of 44, if you believe it. Wow. Um, so, I mean, we've, we've had some good training sessions in-house. It's very difficult to get challenge matches, but we had some very good in-house training sessions and matches. Like So, I mean, I wouldn't choose that as any excuse. And uh, your opponents, though, uh, had a very tough game, it seems, by uh, all accounts, against St. Jude's. I think it was only a four-point victory, St. Jude's of Dublin. That was their last game. You've obviously been put through to the final. They had that semi-final championship. Yeah. We've had various discussions with various different people, and I suppose it changes depending on who you talk to. But does a tough game like that stand to you now for the next game, or does it kind of uh, drain some of your resources when you're when you're coming up into a final? levels the way they are now Shane it, it, it would stand to you a competitive match like that sharpens you up with a week between the games I mean I couldn't see it draining the Wexford team of anything you know if anything it, it, it probably gives them a bit of confidence going forward you know because I think the, 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 the victory against St. Jude's was maybe slightly easier than the, than the score reflects because I think Jude's got a goal last puck of the game to bring it back to four points so you'll be still expecting a kind of very ready and raring to go team to be going up against your Thomastown side. Like they're all all rivals to say at least and come one thirty throw in down down in Wexford Park, I suppose you're gonna to have to be able to stand up to that test. And does the travelling in itself it, it, does that cause any issue or are you just kind of used to it at this stage? We're used to it at this stage. I suppose look at an hour will get you down, definitely. Uh, you know, and if you're down in plenty of time and you you do your proper warm up and that, I wouldn't see a travel uh, being of any hindrance to us you know that's it and we wouldn't be attempting to use it as an excuse or, but uh, no we we just look to our own preparations and I mean they've been very good up to now like I said we've had very good numbers of training um, I know girls are away in college so midweek is not great but I mean Sunday mornings we, we, we have very huge turnouts and in regards to the turnout then do you have any injury concerns coming into the game? there's a few niggles like we wouldn't be of any concern the only the only concern we have is we have one girl that's starting 15 missing because of exam commitment. Um, we try to get the match switched or shoved forward another little bit, but uh, the association couldn't put a PS 140 because in the case of extra time, there's no lights in Wexford Park. So um, we have a girl in New Well that won't make it back for, for throw-in. Well, that's incredibly disappointing. Um, in yeah, uh, for the girl particularly, like she's 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 a young kid, but she's a stalwart on the team. Like, uh, but look, at, we we'll have somebody else will have to step into our shoes, and 
hopefully we'll, we have people to do that. And speaking of stalwarts on the team, we've uh, we know that Anna Farrell and Ailish Butler they were named in the Come On Kind team of the year as well. I suppose it's a nice little kind of accolade coming out of the the club season. Anna is of course like definitely two great servants of the club, and and particularly and Ailish over the last couple of years has really grown into a role of fullback. You know, so uh, she's a she's a tough competitor as they all are. And speaking of tough competitive, then you're going to be going up against uh, Ular Dabala in Wexford, in their kind of stomping grounds in itself. We're looking forward to it here. It's one thirty throw-in. It's an all-ticketed event, so there's no cash accepted if anybody is looking to go. All-ticketed event. I, I don't know. I haven't checked if it's been live-streamed. I'm not 100% sure. Well, we wish you nothing but the best, Jer. Um, I suppose then the next step after this, and you'll probably do what all managers do and say we'll take one game at a time, but one can't hope but to look towards some All-Ireland success as well. Yeah, look, it's going to be run off in the next two weeks, so if we get through here, uh, we'll be, uh, be looking at a semi-final the week after and then an All-Ireland the week after that. So look, we can but three. Well, we wish you the best of luck. As a kind of media broadcast, we have to stay neutral, but I'm pretty sure we can sh- we can shout on Thomastown in this case. Yeah, I, I had to query yesterday. I think the girl that rang me had a Wexford twang. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm doing this interview now. Jared, <laughs> <laughs> wish you nothing but the best. You and the girls competing in the Leinster final, one thirty throw and down in Wexford Park. Thanks very much for taking the time. Cheers, Shane. Thanks very much. Best of luck. Bye bye. So much provincial action going on. We would be remiss if we didn't touch upon our five o'clock game here on Scoreline this Saturday. It is Grange going up against Kilcullen. Here's Parik Rooney and Niall Byrne. Parik, uh, just to kind of chat to you a little bit about kind of the, the match coming up this weekend then. Um, I know that like you're through to a quarter final and that's great and I'm sure you're thrilled with that, but was it a bit of a disappointment to miss out against um you know, to miss out on a match with uh, uh Borough House uh, withdrawn from the championship, was that a little bit of a disappointment to your players? It was, yeah. Um we kinda of heard in the great fine early in the week that might not go ahead and by I think by Friday morning, I think we found out for definite that it wasn't. So, uh, yeah, look, it was disappointing not to get a game. We we got a practice game in the following week, but you know, it's just it's not the same as proper Leinster Championship football, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And like, do you think that like will that impact you now coming into this weekend's game? Like, even that kind of match kind of sharpness, not having that game, do you think that will have much of an impact? Uh, sure. Look, on the day it could go either way. You, you could. You could say we're fresher for not playing this and they can say they're, they're that little bit sharper for playing that game. So, 60 minutes of football doesn't really matter at the end, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said there as well, like you've you've had those few challenge games as well. Okay, they might not be the same as championship football, but they're they're better than training at the same time. And like, um, you know, it's a yeah, it's an alternative. Any football this time of the year is a bonus. Yeah. Absolutely. No, um, any any football you get to play after after a championship final is you know it's, it's brilliant. You're in bonus territory here now. But, no, of course we want to win on 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 uh, on Saturday. Like we're, we're not saying just it's not the end of the world if we win or lose. But um, look, we'd like to be turning out again in two weeks' time against the team from Dublin or Westmead, whoever comes out with that. You know. Yeah, and what are you expecting from Kilcullen this weekend? Um, we we've seen them a couple of times. They're um, they're a very fit unit. They move the ball well. Um, 
look, we're, we've been preparing well now for the last two weeks. Um, you know, the, the, the minute the game against um, against um, Barrowhouse didn't go ahead, we kind of turned our attention straight to Kilcullen. So we've, we have our homework done. So look, come then result on Saturday, we'll know how well we did it or didn't do it. Yeah, and uh, they're a Kildare team. So I'm I'm just curious: is there going to be any kind of cross border rivalry going on there? Uh, I don't think so. Historically, and I asked a few of the guys that had they ever played Kilcullen before, and nobody seems to remember a time we we ever came up against them. So, um, you know, it's a rivalry that this year doesn't really matter. And yeah, um, so you don't kind of recall having played them before, but like you say, you've kind of done your homework on them nonetheless, um, and they're 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 well prepped for for Saturday. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure they've done their homework on us as well. Um, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Are you expecting much of a turnout then? Um, it's on in Dr. Cullen Park, isn't it? Sorry, Sinead, I didn't hear that. Hi, sorry. I'm just wondering, the game, um, it's it, it's fixed for, it's a home game, isn't it? Yeah, it's in Dr. Cullen, yeah. Yeah, so are are you expecting kind of a big crowd for that? You would, you'd have your hardcore, you know, 50, 60 Grange fans that'd be there any time of the year. But, you know, you'd be hoping to at least double that um, stage the year we're in in Leicester Championship. You'd be hoping a lot more would come along. Hmm. And hopefully neutrals in Carlo as well will come and support us. Yeah, and like, uh, I know junior football, it's very well regarded in Carlo. Um, yeah, but if you're in it, you don't want to be in it. You'd rather be playing intermediate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I suppose it still gets that respect in terms of like crowds will still go to the games and and things like that too. But like you say, obviously you want to be moving up the grade. Yeah, and even this year we like we played a lot of games. You know, with the hurling going first, the footballers kind of get left to the bad weather. Like, and we played a lot of games there in gale force, wind and rains, and still you know the, the supporters still come out, and that's on on both sides or for both teams on any day. Yeah. I ah, know. Look, sure. Look, it should be um, it should be a, a good game anyway against Kilcullen at the weekend. So, all the best and uh, thanks for thanks for chatting to me today. Um, yeah, wishing you the best anyway on on Saturday. Thanks very much. Thanks man. a million, Park. Talk to you soon. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Now, joining me on the line is Niall Byrne from Grange. They're about to go up against Kilcullen on Saturday. The game will be live here on KCLR. Niall, thanks very much for taking the time, first of all. No problem at all, Ken. Uh, it's a big game coming up, no doubt. Uh, I suppose after having the last game called off in the in the championship against Barra House, you must be raring to go. Yeah, well, I suppose it's not ideal. It's five weeks now from our last game. So, um, you know, we've had to train really hard and it's hard to have the same intensity as a game. But, um, yeah, we've worked on a few things and I think we're ready to go anyway. And what do you, like, because we've been having this conversation quite a bit, particularly with Mount Leinster Rangers going up against Ballyhill Shamrocks and you have that kind of big kind of gap between games as well. But, like, what do you do in that time? Because a lot of the time when we're talking we allude to the fact that people aren't necessarily machines so you have to build them towards certain peaks so how has training been like coming up in the, in this past five weeks? Yeah well 
training has been good enough, but we were lucky enough actually to get a practice game the other day, and I think um, we worked on some really good things there, and that and that was a help. But uh, I suppose, uh, you know, after you, you win the championship, or whatever, when I mean, you was a few weeks away, maybe the the training does tail off a little bit. So uh, it's not ideal preparation now having the the other match off, but uh, you know we we done our best, and I think it's going all right at the minute anyway. And coming up then against a, a team outside of the county, say you won't really, when you're playing in the championship uh, at home, you kind of get to know different people, get to know different players, know what they're capable of. But I suppose this is almost like playing an international game because you're going up against a team from uh, somewhere else. So how do you prepare in trying to battle them? Or is it, I hate to use the cliche, you just focus on your own game? No, um so when we knew they were coming up, uh, one or two of the lads went to look at them. So we have a bit of an idea. And yeah, look, it, it is a bit of an unknown as well. You can't base everything on, you know, one or two games you've seen them playing. So there's one or two things we've picked up and, uh, you know, we came up with a bit of a game plan there and we'll see how that goes. But yeah, it's a bit unknown and we will we'll, we'll do our own thing as well. And, you know, I suppose, hope that that's good enough on the day, really. And what, like, do you think it's going to be a close game then when you're when when you're coming into it, or do you have like, is there any sentiment in in the camp that this could be something that you could you you really push on and kind of make an example out of the team that you're going up against, or or would you be cautious at all going into a game like that? Uh, I, I'd imagine now, um, if there was a bookies taking bets on it, would be a big price to go through. But you know, you have to you have to believe in the player situation. Uh, you have to. You know, I expect that the, the game plan works out, and 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 hope that you know maybe you know they have a, might have a a bigger reputation, I suppose. And you have to hope maybe on the day that they don't perform to their best, and maybe we do. And you know, a little bit of luck maybe, and we could get over the line. And getting over the line in front of your own fans and Dr. Colin Parker, do you think that'll play a bit of a factor in the end result? Well, it's definitely no harm anyway. You know, hopefully we can get a referee that goes and gives a few handy ones for the home team. It's not always the case, <laughs> no, look, it's always a help to have, the more you have there cheering you on, you know, we, we have great supporters there and they're always there, rain, sleet or snow, you know, so hopefully we can do it for them as much as for ourselves as well. And do you have aspirations now where you're looking towards the, the, the next round, you're looking towards the semi-final and maybe hopes then eventually of an All-Ireland kind of success? No, I, I think with a with a game like this now, you just be focused on the, it's a massive task at hand. And, you know, I suppose maybe if we're into a semi-final, maybe you might start to let yourself dream a little bit. But no, at the minute, it'd be 100% focused on Kay Cullen and, you know, hope that we can uh, take a bit of a scalp there. And keeping the feet on the ground. Eh? Any injury concerns or anything like that coming into the game? Ah, look, you're never going to a game with everyone 100% right. You know, there's always going to be one or two niggles. Uh, we have a few there that, started the last day one or two lads there who might make it but you know we're hopeful with the next few days that they, they might just be good enough to even if it's to come off the bench or something you know You mentioned there now the, the, the kind of five weeks wait what was the celebrations like coming away after winning that and can you imagine a repeat hopefully in the next few weeks Oh I think we'd have a huge celebration for us to win <laughs> that would have to be honest I'd say if you're good if not better uh, you know it would be a huge victory it would be Massive, massive victory for the club. Celebrations were great and all, but uh, yeah, I think this would uh, 
this could even eclipse it maybe if we were to win Saturday because <laughs> we've seen it with Rathvilly as well after that kind of big turnaround time from the senior championship going straight into into Leinster and uh, maybe we were a bit worse from where <laughs> come uh, a few days before the game but you know you're definitely it's always worth having the celebrations when you can especially considering the year that we've all after having we're going to be yeah. shouting you on no doubt anyway yeah well look um I suppose you don't get too many championship victories, so I think you have to celebrate them when they do come around. And uh, you know, in fairness to Raffili, it was a, a huge victory there. I think everyone fancied their role to win that. And there's a quick turnaround, and I think there's a few sick people then as well. So I think they were, they were down actually a few players that day as well, though, as well. But uh, yeah, look, you have to celebrate these victories too, don't you? You certainly do. Hopefully I'll be celebrating with you when you're coming away with a, a Leinster victory after beating Kilcullen and whoever else you're going up against. Scoreline Extra, enjoy the coverage of the game between Mount Leinster Rangers and Shamrocks, the Carlow Champions against the Kilkenny Champions from 2 o'clock this Saturday on Scoreline. That'll be followed up by some post-match reaction and then our 5 o'clock throw-in will be Grange against Kilcullen. Until then, stay safe, stay sane. You're safe now.